everyone. Welcome back to Kampai Sugai Podcast. Um, yeah, it's been a good it's been a good morning right now. We're we're recording in the morning. Luckily, we're not really um, going to be doing some day drinking. We're we're doing day <laughs> drinking, but it's not alcoholic day drinking, which is, <laughs> which is good because I think it's a little bit too early to do. I mean, we're we're not we're not rich. We're not we're not like getting mimosas or anything. I mean, we're rich in knowledge, but we're not like this is kombucha. This, this is kombucha. We're, we're not doing any champagne. I you know I, I can see people doing champagne in the morning if they wanted to, you know. Um, but right now I have a returning guest who uh, is part of the first batch of returning guests before I actually did video. So this is pretty good because people don't know what I mean if they looked you up. They probably would see what you look like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> right. Um, but you know, when we did our podcast, uh, it, there was a video. It was just audio, and um, that's good. Now people can kind of relate the face to that old podcast, but also this one right now. Absolutely. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and a lot has changed, and we'll get into that, but. Uh, it's good to have you here. Thank you for joining me and happy belated Veterans Day. Oh, thank you. Mr. Ricky McGill. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. And it's just an honor to be back again mm-hmm. and um, just having discussions, you know. Yeah. You're a pro now. Pro podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is your second one. Yeah, it's my yeah. second one. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. So... So it's it's interesting because I was listening to our old podcast, a lot of my old podcasts yesterday. It, it's been a while since I've been listening to my other podcasts. And I think for me, um, you, you know, it's weird because I, I stepped away from podcasting for a little bit. I was a little bit too much, too critical of myself because I, I thought those episodes were really good, actually. Um, just l- listening to it. I think what happened for me was you know, um, and a lot has changed since then, because when we talked about stuff, we were we were kind of going into business. It's funny because there's so much more that you do. You, you play guitar, um, you know, with dog training, we can get into what you're doing now, you know, with advancing from a senior dog trainer to a national dog trainer, which is pretty crazy, you know, because you're a rare breed. You know what I mean? Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're purebred, but you're a rare breed. You know? <laughs> straight from the 808. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, um, you know, from, from those old podcasts, I realized I think I was a little bit too critical of myself. You know, it was a, it was a learning moment for me yesterday. Um, um, but we, we'll, we'll get into that. And uh, so let everybody know what you've been up to lately. Um, okay what you've been doing differently from your um from the last time we met yeah so a lot has happened um when the pandemic first hit i was furloughed for two months Mm. and then they extended to four months that was pretty rough Mm. and you know here in hawaii it is we have an older system when it comes to unemployment so we had a lot of catching up to do and you know, I knew I was going to get paid, but it just said I wasn't getting paid in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. But with patience, you know, and praying, I was able to um, get back pay, mm-hmm. you know, um, of all the chicks, ch- the checks, oh, chicks, of all the, of all the chicks, <laughs> checks, checks. It's morning, guys. <laughs> of all the chicks, you get back pay. <laughs> <laughs> Some good humor right there. But uh, yeah, like during that time, uh I was just trying to figure out 
what I can do to be productive. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I was still in doing um, network marketing and stuff, and mm-hmm. that was doing pretty good for the most part. You know, um, everything is just transitioning over to offline to online. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still continuing. Mm-hmm. You can see businesses out there, you know, shutting down because of that. It's like, mm-hmm. why have something displayed when it's displayed online? Mm-hmm. Just check check out and yeah. Get it shipped to your house. Mm-hmm. But not to get sidetracked from that, guys. Um, I did a lot of, like, yoga. Oh, um, good. Just learning how to be mobile using natural body movement. Mm-hmm. Um, also breathing, breath work. That kind of helped a lot. It's very interesting when you look into it because it's not what you really think. I mean, you would think that someone tells you, oh, do you... Do you do breath work? It's like, what is that? Mm. You know, it's like, uh, sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, it's but, like a Wim Hof kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and that's where it? the influence came from. Oh, okay. So I started doing that. And then from there, what else did I do? Just a lot of bonding with my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times we, we go to a job, right? We work away from our loved ones. And my loved one is my dog, you know? Mm. And, and also my parents, too. I, I love them. But it's just like what a dog doesn't understand, right? Like, mm-hmm. why are you gone? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another thing, too, just being able to create a, uh, a routine so mm-hmm. that my dog doesn't get anxious. Mm-hmm. And that's another topic, too, um, anxiety. Mm. Um, so once got furloughed for four months, I came back. A lot of people left the company. Right. Also, yeah, Petco, we went um, public. Mm. So we were private sector. We went to the public. Interesting. And so a lot of changes, good changes, because Mm. um, I I felt like it was needed, Mm. you know, and uh, from that coming back to the workplace, uh, even though that there was a lot of scarcity going on, especially here in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. I didn't get too much, um, you know, intel or Mm. I should say clientele. But I kept on pushing, pushing. Somehow I made it happen, and my I became number one in district for like I don't know how long, but wow. for a long hey, time. Congratulations! And uh, I never realized, you know, it's just the mindset I had. Mm. You know, I was like, you know what? I want to help people make impact fa- families with their dogs, right? Mm. Building that bond, building that relationship that you never thought you could build. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and then yeah. from that, it went from. Doing that to, hey, um, would you like to be a, a virtual mentor? I was like, virtual mentor? Mm. Like, how do you do that? Like, mm. I'm do- already a mentor already. Mm-hmm. But just being, um, doing it online. So they offered me to become a virtual dog training, a dog trainer mentor. Um, the reason why they have us is because there's other apprentices, dog training apprentices around um, the nation mm-hmm. that might not have a mentor in their district, in their area. Mm-hmm. So when they don't have them in their hometown or whatever, they send us, mm-hmm. right? And then it's a six-week program. They they learn the knowledge base, hands-on. It's a very educational because they learn, like, the latest trends that are happening in mm-hmm. positive dog training, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, you better look it up because it's it's very... Uh, it was an eye-opener for me when I first started. But, yeah, I'm currently doing that now. Um, I certified – I can't even think of how many I certified <laughs> already. It's, but I had three 
done three classes already, meaning mm -hmm. three different groups of apprentices, mm -hmm. ranging from six, six of them. I think minimal, I did like four, mm. right? And each time they go through the process, they, they get certified, they go back to their store and um, build their business, mm. reaching out to families that are in need. Mm -hmm. Now, I know I'm talking a lot. I'm gonna bounce back about anxiety mm -hmm. because Petco released a very interesting course called separation anxiety course and this was built for those that are transitioning from from home working from home back to the workplace mm. right and so this is more of like a prevention not like a fix quick fix you're good mm -hmm. you don't have to worry no this is more preventing it from becoming severe or mm. if the dog is not experiencing anxiety just preventing it at all costs right because mm -hmm. once you get a dog anxious Sometimes it can be very challenging just mm. to get them to self-settle. And so with that being said, I've learned how to get dogs to learn how to self-settle mm. when something, a sudden change happens. So I don't know if you guys know this, you probably do, but separating anxiety, just in one word, it's a panic. Mm. It's a panic disorder. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to eliminate, eliminate that and getting them just to be calm and relaxed. Mm. You know, no matter where they're going to be at. So I thought it was very interesting. I'm still learning about it. They have this thing called Certified Separation Anxiety Trainer. That's mm. where I want to be. I'm not there yet. They're just giving me the tools to prevent it, but to actually help those that do have it. Mm -hmm. That's where the certified, the professionals come in. Oh, so okay. it's very interesting how they laid it out. And I, um, I love it. Mm. So that's what's been going on. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, when people talk about mental health, <clears throat> we just think instantly like another human, right? We don't think about, um, well, we don't automatically think about like the animal itself, right? A dog, a pet, you know? Um, so that's an interesting aspect that they brought into that, you know, separation anxiety. Because like, I mean, you know, my landlord has a dog, which is different from what we, uh, we were doing last time. Because we, we didn't have a dog <laughs> last time we were doing a podcast. That's right. Um, and, it's, uh, and it's cool because she's a full-bred uh, German Shepherd. Uh, I, I mean, the, the dog I used to have, she was a, I think she was a Golden Retriever um, Pitbull mix. So mm. different, different kinds of um, things. With, with Molly, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's interesting because she's, it kind of feels like she wants to she wants to do something she she naturally wants to like fill in a job or something like that oh, for sure um i that might be because of what kind of dog she is so she's not she naturally veers to um i need to do something right well so. it, just to come to sum it down she's a working dog mm. you know working breeds are you have to give them something if not they can be very uh <laughs> how should i say <laughs> destructive <laughs> yeah but yeah, it's this understanding in certain breeds they they need they're in need of doing certain jobs. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, especially for for Molly, you know, when when we maybe we go and get like dinner or something like that, and then we come back, but she's just waiting there, right? Which is funny, mm -hmm. she always waits at my parking stall, so she just she just lays there, and then um and then even when I pull up, she doesn't move. Mm. She doesn't move at all until like I slowly creep up and then I get out of the car. Then she gets up and then she, so in in a way it's 
that that kind of mentality for her. She's used to certain things. She knows I'm not gonna you know run over her or something. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, but like she she's used to condition. Certain, yeah, she's conditioned in a way. Uh, we were talking. It's funny because we were talking about that <laughs> in the last podcast with conditioning. That's right. Um, learning. Yeah. You know, I think that's an important thing, especially during COVID, about learning different skills, um, advancing. Yeah. Like I said, you you know, for yourself, you you went from senior doctrine to national doctriner, and then for me, I went from um, like last time we were talking, I was in school. And then I got a degree during the podcast I, uh, or during the pandemic. I got, you know, bachelor's degree in accounting. And then now I just work from home. And, you know, I'm very blessed. About right on, that. man. And yeah. super proud of you, man. Just being Thank able you. to do all those things. It's, it's not easy, right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy working from home. Yeah. Because um, I, I will say, like, for me, I'm used to it. But the thing is, the, the separation from from different people now my wife works from home but still it's weird to work from home you don't see co-workers so mm-hmm. it's, it's good to see them once in a while but um for like people that are at home doing dog training it, it's yeah. weird too because there's it that, is there's that connection that's there with when you're with somebody versus virtually yeah it was uh very weird for me just getting to transition from working from home um, instructing so that's building a skill set too right mm-hmm. like uh, fine-tuning it like mm-hmm. I can instruct already but being able to do it over a zoom is a little bit different mm-hmm. right and then being able to display demo my dogs performing the behaviors right showing them okay this is how you do this mm-hmm. right and um, at first I was skeptic about it because it's harder it's, it's totally different from being on a zoom call versus being at the at the uh, pet store, mm-hmm. right, and actually being around other people mm-hmm. with their dogs, so it's a different vibe, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of it is using your what you know, right, applying it despite um, what's there, mm-hmm. right? So using your imagination. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, if you can just, you know. I know it's going to be difficult in the beginning, but that's why I was there. I was there to help them. And you know what? It turned out to be A-OK. Yeah, beneficial as well. Very beneficial. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm glad that I, I took this opportunity because now it's, it's spreading my name around mm-hmm. the nation. And I never thought, like, to be <laughs> honest, I'm like, it's, it's crazy. And not, mm-hmm. not just me, but my dogs too, right? Mm-hmm. So Kenai, you know, and I, I'm not one to really exploit you know, my content and whatnot, um, more of like a private type of person. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be public to to get, you know, what you want, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's fame or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Right? And I just find it very interesting. And it reminds mm-hmm. me of like, uh, not saying I'm at that level, but like exotic cars. Mm-hmm. Do you see them mm-hmm. having commercials? True, yeah. I've never seen a commercial seen a for like a Ferrari. Oh, yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, um, Lamborghini. i never mm-hmm. seen them. And they, you don't have to. That just shows you, you don't have to, you just have to talk. Mm-hmm. The quality is there, yes. right? And people know the quality. So Absolutely. they trust the brand. They trust. So the same yes. thing. They, that, and then that's a, that's a key thing. The trust yeah. in, um, in knowing what they're getting. You know Absolutely, I mean? and and it correlates to a lot of things, right? Yeah, not just dog training, 
right? Mm-hmm. It could be within your your business too, mm-hmm. any business. Mm-hmm. You know, just being able to build that relationship, mm-hmm. right? I think it comes down to building a really good relationship, building that trust, so they do want to come back, mm-hmm. right? And then they're gonna um, let other people know about mm-hmm. what you're doing because it's it's helping them. And that, that so, yeah. Li- talking a little bit about that because with with podcasting i didn't i never really told people that transition from um doing just audio only to video because when i was doing audio only you know i was just kind of doing it more as as an experiment even with the first stint that i did my podcast it was an experiment to see what i can do with it you know or where it can go it actually grew a lot faster than i thought but it was weird because you know um like before I, I took my break, I, I did this thing where I interviewed um, the mayor candidates, right? mm. which is weird because I never thought I would get to that position in a, in a short time. But to, and, and it worked out because it was during the pandemic. I was able to interview them uh, to meet people like Andrea Topola in person, which was weird for me because I was thinking, wow, I watched this this woman. Yeah. You know, I, I supported her when she was running for governor and I was I was a heavy supporter and then now I'm talking with her you know face to face in an interview and and she was doing like a a, a Miss Samoa pageant so oh, she, wow like that that was like what she was uh there when we when we were recording mm-hmm. um for the Mauna Kea podcast she was at uh, Turtle Bay Resort she was about to you know do um what's a macaw she, she was a judge so oh, wow. before that for the pageant, we, right? Yeah, for the pageant. But before that we were um we were uh she she can correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Miss Samoa pageant. I can't remember too much, but uh you know, before that then we just decided to record over there at Turtleberry Resort and it was weird because like I said, Angie Topola, I, I never thought I would meet her. Now I have her on for like three podcasts. You know, I had her wow. for a live I had her for uh, Zoom, like, you know. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Th- during the pandemic and then uh, Turtle Bay Resort, mm-hmm. you know. So th- there was that trust because even with people that were, they didn't um, actually meet me. They said, I heard of, of you mm-hmm. before even um, recording with them. So it was weird because it's like, oh, wow, you know, my name's getting out there even if like yeah. i don't see it or something or same just putting I, I, it out there i feel the same way too it, ain't it crazy mm-hmm. like we're just doing what we're doing yeah that's it we're not re- really making much more than what it really is mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. and like uh long story short you just reminded me about i think about maybe two years ago uh one of my clients um she told me that my name is like all over the island. It's like, are you sure? Is this the same Ricky we're talking about? Because I, I, I haven't heard anything yet. It's like, like, yeah, they were like, you're like a celebrity. It's like, no, I'm nowhere near at that mm. level, you know. But if they think, hey, right on. What, you know, it is what it is. I, mm-hmm. I think I don't, I don't like to boast on, you know, on my fame. But I am going to spread awareness to mm-hmm. what I do mm-hmm. because I have always said this. You only know what you know. Yeah, yeah. Until someone comes into your life, kind of educates you, spreads that awareness, and then now you know, like, what you're all about. And that kind of goes with, <clears throat> we talked about this before, uh, that domino effect. Right? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. we have, um, with, with, with the domino effect, we were talking about how people 
are kind of set on their minds. They just, there's this one path. They don't really look at the other avenues, right? But with the domino effect for like what we're doing is we knock down one and there's multiple branching paths. Yes. And it just hits. But we don't even know it's, exactly. it's happening. Exactly. And that's mind-blowing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's mind-blowing. It's crazy because yeah. it's like, you, you know, you never think you would get to a point like that. For but sure. But it, it just happens. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, for myself, like even podcasting, I'm not like the biggest podcaster out there. Yeah. But it's it's weird. You know, my, my wife will go, oh, you know, so-and-so. Oh, yeah, I know them. They know me through my podcast or something like that. <laughs> and it's weird. I don't like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like saying it like that, but it's, but that's how I know them, you know, or they know me, you know, from my podcast. And then um, even uh, the guy I had on uh, this last podcast, you know, um, it, it's weird because, you know, even him, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I you know, so-and-so, you know, told me about your podcast and, and before, and, like, I've heard your name before. And it's like, it's weird because it's like, wait, who's actually listening? You know, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was only one person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Spread the word. Yeah, spread the word. So it's, <laughs> I don't know. It, it amazes me um, because it, it shows. And, and for me, when I was stepping away from, from podcasting for my first stint, um, I, I had a lot that I wanted to improve on. Mm. Right? Mentality-wise, mm-hmm. I thought um, some things were a little bit too professional, I think. And I was like, I, I need, I need to th- tone that back and be a little bit more raw with what I'm doing. Yeah. Not structured. Yeah. You know, um, I used to have like, like questions kind of already there and I memorized them, you know, I didn't wow. like word by word. So when I would ask in the podcast, I kind of knew what I was asking, but in a way I kind of knew the response to it. Mm-hmm. So in a way it was, it wasn't fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't discovering something. So like now it's different because I'm going into podcasts a little blind. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But if I get to a certain point and I can kind of bring everything full circle, then I feel like I accomplished something. Absolutely. You know, and um, with, you know, even with what we're doing now, it kind of comes full circle because the old podcast, we, we were kind of growing in our fields. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, I was kind of just starting off as a podcaster for you you came, you came into your own as a senior dog trainer, but you were getting your feet wet, even with network marketing. Yeah. And now we're coming full circle again. Things have changed, but for the better, because we've hit that domino effect. You know, we yeah. sent things into the universe and the universe said, okay, well, you've been working, you've been consistent, mm-hmm. persistent with it as well. Oh, yeah. And we trust that your process is working pretty well. So here you go. You know, yeah. and... Um, there's this thing about like with with luck, how um, I think it's like opportunity meets um, chance or something like that. I forgot I forgot what it is, but that's that's how like what was that? Preparation. Oh, preparation. Yeah, preparation and um, opportunity meet. You know, and and in a lot of ways, that's what it's kind of happened with us. You know. No, I agree. It's um, truly blessed mm-hmm. of all. And I, you know, just recently. I've talked to my mom about this, um, about building your own personal success, Mm. right? Um, You have to go through your failures to understand, to build character, to learn from it, right? The overcoming of your adversities. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember who I was listening to, but they were saying that 
you need to go through your failures. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you never experience failure, how are you going to um, survive mm. when time hits? Mm -hmm. Preparation, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. How are you going to prepare yourself? Are you going to give up and just, just kind of just forget about everything? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to fight for it? Because you've done it for a reason, right? You've done it because your, your heart told you to do it. And that's another thing too, right? Your heart and your mind. Mm -hmm. Right, your mind can tell you a lot of things, mm -hmm. and they, you know, that's another thing too, right? They say that your your worst enemy is yourself. Mm -hmm. So having that battle within yourself, right, versus what your heart says, mm -hmm. is two different things. So mm -hmm. I, I've learned that expressing your passion about something is going to help you as long as that you just follow through, stay accountable, mm -hmm. and being consistent. And uh, it just makes me think about those other people that. This, they don't have anybody to to kind of say those things to them right mm, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe they're alone and that's why I think something like this what you're doing and as well as what I'm doing on my uh, for dog training psych is very helpful mm -hmm. right I think um, in a lot of ways with like older generations right and I, I, I think it's a learning thing you know where where there's a they become kind of I don't want to say stagnant, but there's, there's another word for it. But they, they become kind of st still where they reach a certain age and, and then it becomes maybe, I don't know what to learn more, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I think in, in some like, ways. I, I know what you're talking about. It, I just had it in my head, but yeah. then I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot. Maybe complacent. There's another word for it, but um, it's. Uh, I should give I should give my wife a mic too. <laughs> she, she always, my wife just said complacent for those who are listening <laughs> but not watching because <laughs> they don't know who I'm looking at <laughs> if I do that. Um, but yeah, there's there's a I, I guess there's an acceptance right in their minds. So if their heart accepts like I don't know if I can learn more, then their mind's gonna think um, anything that people are gonna tell me. I don't know if I can accept it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that goes with the whole heart. Uh, what you feel kind of um, makes what you want to learn more. Yeah. Because if you're not you're not wholehearted into learning more mm -hmm. about something, mm -hmm. then anything that people are going to tell you, is just going to go out the window. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. so, Very interesting. And that kind of goes with like um, so like what I want to ask with like with the military. The, mm -hmm. the military, how it um, connects to what you're doing today with your dog training, like the the values, the morals, you know, um, how does that how did that translate? Speaking of that, you know, that's another thing that I, I went through, um, you know, I had to figure out, do I want to stay? Not to uh, take away what you're talking about, but just real quick. I did separate uh, Air Force Reserves mm -hmm. back in. Uh, so last year. Wow. In 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> I separated in October and it, it feels great because it led me to the opportunity I'm doing now. Mm. Because if I didn't, if I stay with through, I would have more um, challenges being in the dog training realm because that's my full time. Mm -hmm. And they were expecting a lot out of me. And mm. I was like, this is really damaging what I love, what mm -hmm. I love to do. Mm -hmm. But to go back to your question. Just learning from active duty side, as well as just being in the reserves, it, it learning how to communicate with people, mm -hmm. 
you know, at a professional level. Mm -hmm. um, it also helped me to be accountable mm. because uh, accountability is number one, mm -hmm. right? You, they tell you to do something, you do it, you follow through. You don't cut, you don't shortcuts. Mm -hmm. You don't just say, ah, I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you have to. And so that helped me a bit of other things outside the military, um, as well as uh, there's so much I've learned from the military and it, just being able to be adaptable mm. and um, I guess approachable. Mm -hmm. There's so much, so many principles that I use in the military that is so correlated to what I'm doing in dog training. It's mm -hmm. not even funny. Mm -hmm. Like it's, and that's why I love it. Mm -hmm. because I, I can apply it to everything else that I do. Mm. You know, not just dog training, but even um, talking with friends and stuff. I'm not saying I'm using it as a, as a way to, uh, how should I say it? Not trying to take it as a professional thing, but just knowing the principles of it, it's, it applies everything you do, mm. right? Being consistent, you talked about that, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's another thing, being, learning how to be consistent and then being persistent, mm -hmm. right? After you become consistent, you just don't stop. Yeah. You keep on going. You, mm -hmm. That's where you become persistent. You, you, you maintain yourself. Mm -hmm. Whatever skill set that you're trying to develop or whatever project, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm human. You know, we're going to make mistakes, but are we going to let those mistakes dictate who we become? Mm, mm -hmm. And that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned, too, is don't let your failures dictate who you're going to become. Mm. If you do, if you say that you're going to be a failure, I'm sorry. It's going to it's going to apply to you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to feed your mind what you're going to do, what you want to do. Right. And just commit yourself to it. Mm hmm. Make, create time, make time, prioritize it within everything else. So there's a lot of things that I, um, that I apply now from the military that I greatly appreciate. I, I do appreciate everything they've done for me. Mm -hmm. It is that um, my... You're, you're in a different stage. Exactly. Yeah. My, my new chapter of mm -hmm. my life. That's how I look at it. You know how many times that I had, like, and I love them. I really do. I respect them for who they are you know, what they represent, you know, my higher up. So like my mm -hmm. captain, my major, the, the chief, you know, that I worked with, they, they mm -hmm. were like, hey, are you, you're not gonna <laughs> stay for the 20? You know, mm -hmm. you're, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not about, you know, taking, you know, I appreciate what they've given me, but I, I wanna be more independent. I want to mm. say I did this for myself, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Versus they are like, here, here you go. You get yeah. this, you got that, all the nice things. It's great and everything, but uh, I don't know. I just, that's just me. Mm. Right? And I looked at it at different angles, honestly, when it comes to sh should I make this final decision of separating from the military, mm, mm -hmm. right? Because if this happens, what do I do? Mm. What if dog training didn't work out? What am I going to do next? Am I going to? Be like, oh, you know what? I'm a failure. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to take me back. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to like, no, McGill, Sergeant McGill, you, you said that you, you didn't want to make your 20. So, but they're not going to be like that. They, they're, they were very like, even though I decided not to, you mm. know what they said and say, you're more than welcome to come back. Mm. Of course, they're going to say that. I mean, be, but I want to say it, it's, it was more of them being genuine, mm. you mm -hmm. know, rather than just like, oh, we need to complete a mission. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it was. So. They, they understood the um, the people aspect yes. in a way. Yes. Um, I think with managing people too. I think one thing that a lot of like managers or like leaders they forget is the people aspect because there there's this whole. Um, and, and that's why I love watching shows like Mindhunter, the psychology, you know, mm-hmm. like with Mindhunter, it's psychology of serial killers, interviewing them, understanding the motives, right? But then even for like, you know, people that are uh, like, if you're a leader, you're leading a team, mm-hmm. understanding their motives and being able to, um, like if, if they want more time, hey, let's give them more time. And yeah. then if we invest in them, uh, there there's a lot of, better things that will happen they'll be better people because and it's not because like oh like the company will be better but they'll just be better individuals in general and then with like um like even with like the military like with them extending out like hey you know you're welcome to come back it was more of a uh we we invest in in ricky Mm -hmm. rather than just um ricky's gonna help us with this mission yeah you know absolutely that's important because Yeah. yeah that that's something that a lot of managers miss they just think the money yeah. the profit uh the production or the efficiency yeah but the efficiency all those things will come when you um and the profit will come when there's this investment in the people first mm-hmm. and that that goes with like customers or you yeah. know um people that you know are in your team that's the that that investment goes first and then the profit and all those other things will come mm-hmm Kelsey. What up? <laughs> Do you like beef? Yeah. Do you like Japanese Wagyu beef? Duh! Guys, if you said yes to both of these questions, let me tell you something. You guys need to hit up Easy Wagyu 808, right? This is no joke. Kelsey, tell us more about them. Yeah, so Easy Wagyu 808 sell these amazing Japanese Wagyu steaks, mm-hmm. um, even Australian Wagyu, <gasps> really? caviar, oh even gosh. uni. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> and they're at very affordable prices. Oh. oh my god! And even when you purchase one of these Japanese Wagyu steaks, mm-hmm. you get a, a certificate of authenticity confirming that it is an official Wagyu steak from Japan. Get out of here! What the heck, guys? Let me tell you something. I have some really good news for you if you dm easy wagyu 808 and you use my promo code ksp4 you will get an additional five dollars off per pound of all japanese wagyu products that means if he was discounting japanese wagyu beef for maybe like ten dollars off per pound you use ksp4 you will get an additional five dollars off that means fifteen dollars off per pound for these awesome Japanese Wagyu products. Can you believe that? That's a steal. Crazy. And they're so delicious. Mm. Just, oh, mouth-watering. Mm. Gotta try it at least once. Mm. Guys, you want to tap into this amazing deal? All you need to do is DM Easy Wagyu 808. That's E-Z-W-A-G-Y-U 808. Use promo code KSP4. Even with podcasting, I mean, that that's like another thing with um with like investing the time to like interviewing people mm-hmm. or even doing kind of the the grind work the reaching out and um you know with the Mauna Kea podcast mm-hmm. I, I like this one because it was I had to fly to Mauna Kea to get footage yeah you know um 
Well, I had to fly to the big guy. Not fly like, directly. I, didn't, I the, know what you're saying, The plane though. didn't go yeah. right to Monica. <laughs> oh, this guy. Big, been, time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> big time, huh? <laughs> they, they heard me. They like, hey, the landing plan. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I made the time for it. And it was, you know, just one whole day of me just filming. Mm-hmm. And then flying back, you know, the same day. But, uh, you know, I, I invested the time, the energy into it. And it came out really good you know as a result it's something that people can look back on and say hey this is this is a representation rather yeah. than you know like the whole um the views and everything i mean the mm-hmm. views came whatever blah 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 but i think for me the most important was the representation was there mm-hmm. and that um it wasn't slandered by maybe some media outlet that mm-hmm. probably got a portion of the story yeah or maybe somebody that did wanted to do a shorter video yeah i wanted to extend it make it longer so that people can understand um there's more aspects than just the mountain yeah and the people that are supporting uh you know the cause there's there's more to it you know so um that investment led to more exposure which is Mm -hmm. great the exposure was great but i the the investment was the important thing for me that's so awesome Mm -hmm. so yeah, with with like um, with like dog training too. You know the investment with um, you know one thing we we had we had a dog training over here, uh, which is which is interesting because uh, I never did dog training before. But it was um, what I got from it. I think was the the investment in time with helping Molly to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, that that would be important like when Kelsey and I get like a Shiba Inu or something oh, like for that. For sure, yeah. That investment in in learn in helping that Shiba Inu or that dog to yeah. learn certain things yeah. before um before enacting, you know, like, you know, certain commands. But with yeah, yours, I, I've seen yours, it's like just just hand motions, which is crazy. Yeah, body language, right? Body that's language. that's key. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta remember and I think um, not saying that it's wrong, but you know, for someone that's not aware of how dogs learn, they, mm. they talk to, hey, don't get me wrong, I talk to my dogs all the time. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they're visual learners. They, mm-hmm. they watch us, they watch every single move that we do, mm-hmm. right? If you think about it, the perspective of a dog, right? You're at home, you're doing this, that, and you're not even worrying, not looking at your, but you know what your dog is doing? Mm. Your dog is watching you, mm. every move that you make. Mm-hmm. And then your dog be conditioned Mm-hmm. on knowing your routines but this is what they don't know you mm-hmm. can switch those routines and they'll be like okay and that's where the anxiety kicks in mm-hmm. but it varies from dog to dog it's going to be do- some dogs are more sensitive than others mm-hmm. but that's what c- causes that you mm-hmm. know and um that I, I think that's great that you guys were able to um see the dog trainer and stuff like that because you know we're getting educated we're learning mm-hmm. right um it's more about us learning about the dogs how they learn right mm-hmm. how do i make my dog uh focus on me mm-hmm. how do i get my dog to do this and that mm-hmm. right and then also understand that you know they do certain things because it feels natural for them mm-hmm. and how do i redirect that you know maybe that natural behavior is not something that we want mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's where we have to figure out okay what do i need to do to redirect my dog to do something else that i enjoy mm-hmm. and then we're being rewarded for it right mm-hmm. because it is a an investment long long-term investment mm-hmm. right because you're building a lifetime bond and mm-hmm. when i heard that the first time i'm like what 
cats. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I always had dogs, you know, mm-hmm. but I didn't look at it that way. I mean, call it ignorance, but that's well, it's, it's like me. A, it's like a kid. Yeah. You know, a lifetime bond. There. Yeah. And then that really opened up to other things, you know, mm-hmm. um, just knowing that, hey, my dog is only going to learn is if I apply what the trainer is teaching me, mm-hmm. right? And I think some people, they, they have a hard time balancing out from their other things. But the greatest things about it, if you, the latest trends when it comes to positive-based dog training, it's all about that quality time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to spend a half an hour training mm-hmm. to do my dog, you know, one thing or maybe multiple things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's breaking it down throughout the day, using that quality time. And this is crazy. Anywhere from three to five minutes throughout the day. Mm. Now, when you hear that, it's like, that's not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you're actively getting your dog to figure, oh, okay, when am I going to get the next reward, mm-hmm. right? So when you do it frequent and yeah. short durations, you're going to have better attention, mm. right? So mm-hmm. it, and always leaving on a high note for the dog mm-hmm. so they understand what we want from them. So uh, I know I kind of went off with that. No, oh, that's, yeah. that's good because it, it talks about like with um, like with going back to body language, because um, one one thing that I learned was, you know, with with like, you know, yelling at a dog and stuff like that. The dog doesn't understand English, yep. you know, so like when when you're yelling at a dog or something, they'll just think like, oh, you're you're excited. You know, they, they want to see me. It, it, it's a different reaction yeah. versus so like with Molly, you know, I've been I've been doing this thing for maybe the past couple of years, but it's it's more so like. You know, I, I approach her very calmly. That's good. You know, and I just go, hey, let's chill a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I don't want her to, like, jump off. Oh, on for me, sure. Yeah. And, and it works pretty well because she hasn't jumped on. She When yep. she sees me, it's going, hey, come. You know, or when you were outside, I was yeah. like, hey, Molly, come a little bit. And she, yep. she walked over. You, you, know? set, you set that expectation for her. Mm. And that's good. And mm-hmm. that's it doesn't have to be a drastic step mm-hmm. into that direction. But that shows you, right? Like mm-hmm. if you do things in a calming manner, you're going to have a more receptive dog. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's uh, that's awesome. And, and ending off on a good note, like yep. you were saying, you know, petting her or rewarding yep. her. Um, so like you know sometimes I'll play with her like we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll be a little bit more active, mm-hmm. but versus like um one 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 problem you know we used to have is uh, or like you know my my landlord and stuff we they used to have with like uh, um you know playing fetch with her because she would want to steal the ball away mm-hmm. and just run run away but then wh- what I learned is like you know am am I the one chasing after her or yeah. is she chasing after me so yeah. then. You, you know, I changed up the vibe. There you, know. you go. If if she would want to, you know, not give me the ball, I go, okay, I'm going. See you later. That's good. Know? That's Start good. walking away, and she follows me. And I go, oh, <laughs> now you want to play. And if if, <laughs> if, if, if she, like, plays kind of hard, then I just yeah. go, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. You know, try to make it boring. And then when when she does what I want her to do, then she's then yeah. I can be like, okay, now, yeah. we, now we can play. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, then, and that's what it takes is doing those little uh, taking appropriate measures like mm-hmm. you like you did, mm-hmm. and then just being able to get them to understand you, mm-hmm. right? Because that's mm-hmm. what you're building communication, right? Right, and that's awesome that you were able to see witness that, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It's just just taking those steps and then seeing the the outcome of it. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, I love this. Like, yeah. <laughs> just imagine 
how much more you can do just based on what you just did, mm-hmm. right? And that's just being consistent, just following through, and then now you got your dog to do the things that you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even like with, with, I mean, you see in the hallway, I was like, hey, let's go out. You know, she went out mm-hmm. instantly, right? And yeah. before, it used to be different because, you know, getting her attention was different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I thought of a way, you know, I just put my finger up just so she kind of just sees my finger. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that that's kind of like a, um, like a measuring point. So I, I use it to fo- like, you know, focus. And then I'll, I'll give her a command. Like, I'll point her in the direction, and she'll go in the direction. And that's how you do it, just like that. Mm. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, the, the mentality of that. Because that kind of goes with, like, raising, um, like, children, too. Yeah. You know, with direction. Because some some parents, they'll just like, hey, let's just scold our children. Let's, let's mm-hmm. spank them. Yeah. You know, every time. Or, like, let's just yell at them. And you know they'll they'll they chill a cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll comply. You know I think you know for like for us you know maybe we we grew up like for me I grew up maybe you know getting beat up sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> and then I'll comply. <laughs> but um, but I think with like you know there there's a better way too. For know? sure. There's alternative ways. You yeah. know just being the the presence. Yeah. Can be different. You know. Oh, yeah. With some parents it's like. Oh, there's my dad. You know, okay, now I got to now I got to straighten out. Even if he didn't yell or do anything when they were growing up, they just like that's my dad. You know, there's a, there's a difference to it. Um, I know with my dad. So my, my dad's a great example cuz we we got into maybe one major fight. That was it. Mm. The our whole lifetime. And it was funny, it was it was in Vegas. We were wrestling. Uh, he almost choked me out. <laughs> Like, like I was passing out. I was oh, all seven man. years old, but I, I was oh, I was passing out because I I I know it's funny because during this whole like um, from like our last podcast to mm. now, I I know the experience of passing out what it actually looks like, mm. and that's what happened wow. when I was seven years old. You know, my vision started yeah. you know keeping it like this. Yeah. Blinking was slower, and I was choking, and um, my dad my dad um, you know. My mom was like, he was like, uh, she was like yelling at him, like, "Hey, you're killing him! You know, you're, you're choking him up." And then I just went crazy because I, I was freaking out at that. For time. sure, yeah. But then it's it's weird because growing up with my dad, um, we never got into a major fight. Like, that was that was a physical thing. But we were mm-hmm. we were you know, uh, like verbally we were we got along so well. But I revere my dad, mm-hmm. and it was I think for me it was the. Just seeing the, um, just witnessing. I think it was the in the interaction, mm-hmm. the relationship. Just watching him, seeing the person he is, made me revere him more or respect him. So to where like if if people, uh, like if I saw my dad, I'm like oh that's my dad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna, you know, this this is this is, this is the guy over here. So that that's a good example of like. Like with with um, parents and how they they raise children and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you don't have to yell at them profusely. You don't have to beat them with a whip or something. Oh, for you know? sure, yeah. But it's um, that, and that goes, you know, that goes back with dog training. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying with the relationship, the um, oh, crazy over there <laughs> with the um, with, with with different things. So, mm-hmm. I think that's that's great, you know, and then um with 
uh, relationships. We can, we can go into relationships because for yourself, you're. <laughs> it, it's different because you know I'm I'm not used to you being in a relationship. Yeah, which is great. I think that's that's awesome, but at the same time, there's a learning curve to it. Oh, for sure. There's um, there's a there's a growing part of it. Same thing with like dog trainers, you yeah. know, or um, the relationship that bond. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a learning curve with. Uh, being in a relationship. Oh, so. absolutely. There's, you're, you're making another commitment. Yeah. Right? And it depends how that person is going to, are they willing to uh, be committed with you, you know, knowing that you, you have your hands full. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. I never really looked at it that way because I guess plus two is like I've never really been in a long relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so long story short, I, I was in a relationship and I was things were working out and you know um she was from another state i mean she's originally from here but um she lived in seattle mm-hmm. so she would come out here to visit her mom and whatnot and that's mm. how i met her i met her um believe it <laughs> guess what i met her for dog training yeah through dog training <laughs> because i was training her mom's dog <laughs> and that's all it took and then um yeah things were going good um yeah, I want to say, I don't know. You know, you get to learn a person, right? And mm. are like, ah, oh, man. Like, I mean, she's a cool person. Don't get me wrong. She's awesome. Mm. But it is different, you know, ways of thinking and and um, and also being distance away from her going back to Seattle. I had to figure out, do I want to move up there be, yeah or do i want to be stay per- here? persistent you know yeah so uh-huh. it was a lot of things to think about but we kind of we kind of ended it but um i don't know uh, i'm hoping that she's doing okay you know mm-hmm. yeah but moving on to other things you know and mm-hmm. <laughs> there's uh i think a lot of it is just just a learning just me mm-hmm. just learning just mm-hmm. maybe i need to date more i don't know mm-hmm but I feel like that was like probably the longest I've been with someone too. Yeah. Like <laughs> that was. I was like for almost a. So it's like December. I met her December of last year, mm-hmm. and then we kind of ended it about maybe three three months ago. Mm. So that was probably the longest. Yeah. But that's okay. You know what? I'm still young. I'm still learning. But at the same time, I gotta think about. I got my parents, right? They're not mm-hmm. getting any younger, too. So that's mm-hmm. another thing, too. Yeah. Don't want to rush it. But at the same time, I do want to um, have my own family and whatnot. Yeah. 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 And, and in a lot of ways, like with with me, with, um, you know, I, I used to give a lot of relationship advice. This is before I even got into a relationship, like any relationship. But, I, you know, I just thought it was it was stuff that I would notice maybe like from... Um, from bad relationships or even good relationships so I just give advice to see the mm. things I would observe and mm. I applied it to uh, my relationship now which it's it's crazy that you know a lot of the things I told people like hey you know I told you told you guys this this would work out right if you did it like this and look what happened you know <laughs> um, but I you know for for me it it was a learning curve for me too I think the the, the thing that I learned the most with being in a relationship with my wife is um, the time. So, you know, adding her to that kind of that slice of pie 
or 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 that uh, that that pie mm-hmm. that pie chart of how am I separating my time? You know, mm-hmm. separating it between um, not just like her family, but my family, to my friends, to yeah. um, work. You know, and um, and to her. You know, there there was this. Um, there's a difference. There's there's a learning curve with that. And then mm-hmm. for for me, I was. Um, I guess I adjusted pretty well. I I would say I adjusted pretty well because I I seen it coming. I was like, okay. I'm spending more time with her. Okay, now I'm going to have to figure out, readjust myself. Um, I'm going to have to ground myself to see what I should maybe reduce, maybe reduce the amount of hours I work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or um, maybe not do so many podcasts or something. Yeah. If, yeah. If, I'm using that as an example. But, okay. Um, you know, maybe not do so much of something that I was doing before. Because mm. you know, like before it was like, Hey, you know, I'm going to go clubbing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or my friends are going to go, we're going to go, um, uh, we're going to go drink or something, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, we're going to go zippies late at night. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. And zippies Kailua, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah. They close at like 12 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty sad, but, (laughs) 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 but you know, you know, like before it would, it would be different. You know, I would, I would be going out with my friends and then we, I just hang out at their house and. Um, maybe we wouldn't be drinking, but we would just just chill. Mm. And for me, like I had to change that mentality. I was like, okay, I I can't do that as much now. Yeah, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. You know, for me, it's like it's an acceptance that like I I know my lifestyle and I and I enjoy it. That's know? good. That's the main thing that you do enjoy what mm. you're doing. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy where I'm at with like. Uh, with time with separating time between mm-hmm. different people and stuff um of course like for me there's like a desire like oh, I, I wish i spent more time with my other friend here you know what i mean or i haven't mm-hmm. spent that much time here so like once in a while i'll just be like yeah just you know adjust the sliver you know that that pie that pie a little bit you know um and I, and i of course that goes back to like dog training as well <laughs> you know that that time you spend with your dog and oh stuff. for sure and uh, work that that adds to that pie chart. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're not spending that much time with the, with the dog, then the relationship's not there. Yeah. There's disobedience. Oh, there's yeah. um, distrust. You know. So yeah. I I think with um, with your profession, it leads to a lot of different lessons that people can learn. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah. Any anything you wanna uh shout out before yeah um or anything you're up to you know anything you want to you want to say before yeah, i want to say i know this is like uh a belated veterans day but shout out to all those uh service members prior service uh ones that are uh still serving and the ones that are about to uh start their journey and serving their country um, mm. happy veterans day sounds good and um ricky thank you again for yeah thank you so much for joining me um what i like to do on kampai sagai is do a toast so um we'll get some kombucha out or my wife will and then you know we'll 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 toast this sounds good but um oh shout out my shirt see this is weird because you know i'm not yeah i'm not used to have my wife telling me certain things but yeah shout outs to light sleepers that's one of my favorite brands okay um cavit He's a he's a um, DJ, but he also um, merchandise um, 
he sells late sleepers merchandise mm. and um i really enjoy it i have a ton of their shirts okay you know? yeah i've never heard of the um that brand i used to have um their uh whatchamacallit there was a um a blanca shirt right talking about street fighter blanca mm. and he had a mic i wish i still had the shirt it said beast mode oh no way yeah and i was like that was that was my favorite shirt but, you know, I had a hole in it, so I had to... And, you know, I, I would sew it up before, but, you know, it just got a little bit too old, so... Yeah, I had to get rid of it, but I, I still have, like, shirts like this. This is, you know, kind of Street Fighter. If people know Street Fighter too, this is, this oh, yeah. is the, the yeah. shirt. Um, anyway, Ricky, thank you again for, for joining me on part two of our... <laughs> <laughs> this would be part two, or yeah. the second one. And... Um, yeah, and happy belated Veterans Day. Thank you. Yeah, um, this is to you. This is to your success, to uh, things in the future that are in store for you, um, with being a national dog trainer. But who knows? You be an international dog trainer. Maybe start your own YouTube channel. You know? Who knows? Yeah, that that you would be know. really interesting, actually. So, um, yeah, this is to your future and everything you're doing. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Kampai. Kampai.